You're Eric. Yeah. <laughs> You're Eric. And welcome to. Okay. Let's <laughs> okay. Hey, everyone, and welcome to The Reform Way. I am Corey Smith, alongside Eric Connor and Peter Pohl. Each week, we will bring you interviews, insights, and share our knowledge of the fitness world. We'll look at topics both in and out of the gym through the lens of an exercise enthusiast, a CrossFit coach, and a gym owner. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with our most current episodes. Hey, guys, this is Eric Connor, and I am here at The Reform Way. I am joined here by Mr. Corey Smith. Hey, how's it going? Hey, hey, and Mr. Peter Pohl. Again, the introduction was very light, but I guess I'll accept it now. This is the new, new for Eric. I'm trying to, I'm trying to whiz through these things, I think man. You're burned out with the old one. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh! That's foreshadowing. A little, a little, yeah, foreshadowing. Um, so I'm trying to like keep our people that might be ADD people, yeah. you know, like ready to go. Yeah, yeah. good luck. Yeah, interested. That's, that's the whole class. Uh, yeah, there. Um, anyway, so what we're going to be talking about today is burnout. Really, burnout inside the gym, outside the gym, life, whatever it may be. But just the topic point of burnout and kind of where this may may come in and and all that kind of stuff. So, Pete, uh, I say, uh, do you think you can wrap up like a definition of what burnout is so we can go from there? No, because you guys can give me any time to prepare my notes. I'm pretty good at ad-libbing <laughs> bullshit here, but this, is, this, <laughs> requires, this requires a little bit more effort. But I, I just, to, to your point, Cork, um, I think what with this started this in my head was the Matt Frazier story. Okay, so tell um, us about Matt Frazier. Well, Matt Frazier, as everybody that's listening to this podcast knows, is a stud who is a, won five straight championships at the CrossFit, CrossFit Games, Games and numerous, 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 numerous regional stuff and all sorts of stuff. So he's not only a champion of the CrossFit game, but think about it. He's training just as hard for those regionals in Dubai. He's training just as hard as some kind of a qualifier, especially if he's got a financial interest. And I don't disagree with that, but yeah. why not? He's yeah. got to earn a living. So this I saw guy, somewhere that is like total prize money is over like $3 million. That's just prize money. Over That's five all years? Co- all competitions. Yeah. So right. it's, you know, you win, if you win the games, you get money. If you win those, games, yeah. yeah. If you win the, the sanctioned events, you get money. Even if you win events at oh, the games, you get event, some money. Yeah, you get like yeah. three grand. Right. Yeah. So yeah. he's training just as hard, especially like Felicity. I think the Dubai one, which is on Netflix or something, or Amazon maybe a couple of years ago. Okay. I think the, besides flying all the guys there and ladies there, I think the first prize was six figure. And that was just a regional, or maybe that was just an that event. Was a, like an event. It was that a was a sanctional event, event yeah. right? Yeah. They, I mean, you're talking about over real money. Yeah. So he's training yeah. just as hard for that because the payment's almost bigger, bigger than the open payment. Yeah. yeah. Now, plus it's a job for him, right? It's, it's, it's a legit job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, so you're. But to the point that yeah. he was saying that he had missed over the last. Well, when he picked up the. He was a professional powerlifter. Not pro, he was a powerlifter. Uh, Olympic lifter. Olympic lifter. I don't know if he's professional. No, no. You're right. He was an Olympic lifter, a serious. Olympic lifter. Serious, but probably, yeah, not right. at a elite uh, to, level. Right, but he was yeah. trying, he had it in his head to work towards the Olympics. I'm mm-hmm. not saying he was, right. that guy tried to, my, my, I'm looking at my in the open, but I know there's certain things that's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> well, um, anyway, so eight years ago, he was invited into a CrossFit gym. He participated in some type of a local event and won it. Made 500 bucks. Nice. And that got him hooked. And over the course of time, he talks about how his life has evolved especially in his championship run of getting up, doing an ANRAP, a swim ANRAP, two more ANRAPs, having breakfast, and then going back at it. He got to so compulsive that he wouldn't use a steak knife towards the open because he'd be afraid he'd nick his finger. And that would he, irritate his yeah, or it could, something. It could hinder his performance. Yeah. So uh, it got to the point where if you listen to his story, what happened to Matt is what happens to a lot, a lot of us in career even in here, mm-hmm. if you focus so much, so hard, so long on one thing, you may be able to get there. Even if you don't physically burn out, you'll mentally burn out. And I think Matt Frazier mentally burnt out. 
And he just said, I just can't. Keeping that level. You see him boxing all the time. The boxer in the first five or seven years, he's great. Then he starts to swing on his training. Then he's fighting based on reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't see it in team sports as much because they just fade quicker. But I thought about Matt and I said, you know, all of us burn out. Mm-hmm. And whether it's from Frazier's workouts um, which in, or that intensity that hard, that many days in a row. He said he never made a birthday, uh, never made a bar mitzvah. Never made a wedding, never made a bachelor party because mm-hmm. all of those would interfere with this training, whether it was dietary or time-wise. Yeah. So imagine five years of just every day grinding this out. It'd be just tough. Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at like any, you know, greatest of all time in whatever sport they're in, you know, you take Jordan, Tom Brady, um, anybody that's, you know, the one of the best in their sport is they have like a neurotic attempt to it where they just are so obsessed and so focused on it. And you could probably only focus so hard for so long before it just gets probably really mentally challenging to keep focusing. Or if you've achieved so much in that sport, you could probably can be like at some point, you know, like, man, why am I doing this? If all I'm I've doing climbed is winning. That mountain, yeah, right. You know, I've, I've climbed that mountain. Um, I mean, did you, feel, did you feel burnt out at all, Corey, when you were going through school? Oh yeah. I mean, I, what did that feel like? Well, for me, I, it, it took me longer than four years to go through school. I, I went to like community college and then eventually like Fullerton and I was working full time while I was doing it. And what I got burnt out on was the fact of, um, I guess the formality of classes. It's, you know, if you take that class, you're going to write a paper, you're going to do a presentation, you're going to do a group project and just the mundane kind of formality of the it. The grind. Yeah. I was like, man, I'm here to learn this and I'm willing to learn it. But I was burnt out on just knowing that I had to do this and do that. And like, it wasn't for anything more than just like, that's what the curriculum stated. Um, until I got to like some of the higher level classes, almost put that aside. And it was more about the education. I got really excited about it. But yeah, by the end of college, people were like, oh, are you going to go get a master's? And I was like, man, like I'm burnt out. Like, yeah. I'm, I don't want to, you know, like I, I don't want to keep doing this. And I could see that being you know, how you said like career wise, the exact same thing or performance wise is it's, there's a point where you probably just kind of question like, why are you still doing it? Right. Especially when the joy goes away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel that at all? Eric, and you you've had, how long have you had reform for? Uh, we're in our eighth year. So seven and a half years. Do you ever go through periods of just burn out of this business and that you, I don't, do you, are you, are you, oh, yeah. always a constant joy? <laughs> of course. No, man. <laughs> Jeez, I, I gotta be careful. Anybody ever, to him. <laughs> I know, I know anyone that's been here long enough has, has at some time seen me look scatterbrained, stressed, um, losing more strands of hair. Um, <laughs> anything like that, whether I'm in the office, like a like good example. How about the feeling not even wanting to come in? Yeah. Yeah. We have yeah that's what I mean. I have that's for that, sure. That's how um, do you, how do you try to get your over that hump? Uh, I've you know, learned over time really like how to balance myself as much as possible. Right. It's hard to ever, I mean, you have business, right? So it's really hard to ever shut your brain off. The harder also part about this place for me is that we service so many people and even like the ability to take care of those people or to like communicate with them. Like I got people texting me all the time, which I, I, I is a, a big help on multiple ways. So I can communicate with them. I got a team to, to, to work on leading. We got other people sign up. I got financial issues, you know, all those different it's almost things. Almost like information overload. It is. Yeah. And then we got the kids at home and a family that I want to spend time with. So it's like I've over time had like really tried to prioritize and structure my time so that I have checkout time that doesn't burn me out. So like this weekend, for example, like I wasn't on the schedule I, I wanted to be here Saturday for this certain workout, but we had other things we had to do at the house. And, and I was like, you know, what? I'm just not going to go in. I'm just going to go in early Monday and get more work done. 
Um, so I was able to generally check out from work to not burn me out over the weekend. But even today I got here at six, I tried to work out normal. I was doing work, tried to work out normally at seven, couldn't get my mind off work, couldn't relax, had other things I had to get to right away. So I had to like stop the workout and go back to work. So it's, it's, it's just finding that constant balance, obviously as a professional athlete and the best, the greatest of all time, essentially in these areas, you don't have that luxury to figure out your time for what you want for the longevity of life. It's everything has to be a decision towards your, your performance. You know, I wonder though, I wonder, and I, I'm not certainly not an expert in this field, as we talked about, I wonder if Matt Frazier could have lasted longer if he actually said, okay, I'm going to take structure time off maybe, and go. I'm going to take 10 days off and go with my family, whatever, right. because the Europeans are pretty good at that. They, they, they really have a big structured time of unstructured time, a vacation mm -hmm. time, a travel time. A lot of Europeans will come here and go, how long are you here for? Two weeks or two week vacation? Oh, no, we're here for six weeks. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have a regular job? Oh, yeah, I'm going back to it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Really? <laughs> I mean, I would imagine... Uh, if you were to tell Matt Frazier to take 10 days off, he'd probably be like, you know, the first thought would probably be like, I'm going to fall behind, you know? Right. And I think that's probably the mentality of a lot of elite level people is they need to just constantly be on or someone's going to surpass them. Right. And anytime you're probably not working towards that goal, you're falling behind because there's people literally, you know, trying to chase you down and be better than you. They're like compulsive yeah. in many ways. Yeah, I yeah. probably, but I want to add, I told, uh, this would be an interesting science experiment, which, I wonder if you have taking measured time off of mental sabbaticals off of whatever your thing is, whether it's building nuclear weapons mm -hmm. or being oh, a CrossFit expert, if taking that time off makes you perform better when you come back. I would say it does. Yeah, I would. Significantly. I would put a lot of money on that, that that would be the case. So do you think guys here should be working out? And I know we have a whole bunch of do. You guys all know who you are, ladies and gentlemen. Do you think people should be working out constantly seven days a week, regardless if they're taking downtimes in their body? Do you think that's tough on them from a burnout? Eventually, they'll hit a point of, if not injury, a burnout? I would say if you had a healthy relationship with it and kind of understood what the, the your goals were and what your intent was those days, I don't. I wouldn't say it's it's bad, but I would say if you went in every single day thinking I had to be better than yesterday, that's a, probably a really hard thing to do for seven years or eight years. Yeah, or long yeah that's that an unhealthy doing. mentality. Yeah, is what he's saying. I think what happens is that you come with that attitude, which you just said, Corey, like today's going to be a you know I'm going to mm -hmm. pull back today. I'm going to work on some part of this exercise, this workout today, but I'm not going to redline the intent. Yeah, yeah. The, the problem is, is that with CrossFit community, I may say that, and I may really believe that, but there's part of my alpha male personality, and that's not a good thing. Right. I'll say, oh, gosh, dang it, there's Jeff in the corner. i got to catch that filthy <laughs> bastard. <laughs> uh, yeah, like learning how to I challenge. I know he's cheating me. Learning how to help yourself challenge, but still even on that day. Right. I would say, let's say, hypothetically, you know, going into it, you're like, oh, I'm a little beat. Um, I should go 70% today. You get your body up to 70%. You're like, oh, I might be able to push 75. But 75 to 100% is a very different story, right? right? So you might be able to push that, that needle of where right. it is. You're right. And that's, that's the thing you got to start to learn. Um, I mean, I've done this stuff over 11 years, and I average five to six days a week of it. Um, but not every day is a PR, and that's why I, like, like I don't expect exactly the same things as training days versus competition days, and you know those very mm -hmm. well. Um, but the other thing, I guess, to that question, kind of like you were asking with core is just, it kind of depends on what they're doing. You know, should they be coming in every single day, hitting the wad as hard as possible? No, no, that's pretty, yeah, but I don't uh, think you can, no, not physically for the longevity. No. Um, and then the other pieces, you know, maybe it's 
for me, some days on the off days, we like to go out and ride the bike with the family right. or do something like that. Being So being active is different than going into the gym and doing a wad. Yeah, and that leads back to my question, to my statement about Matt Frazier. Um, when you're Kobe Bryant or LeBron James and you're like you were talking about before, Corey, you're in the gym machine, you're, do, you're working out probably just as long as Frazier. They really mm-hmm. do. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, LeBron works out. Anyway, um, but shooting a... 5,000 free throws yeah. over the course of a week is a lot different than lifting 5,000 thrusters over the week. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean you you're not, everything's not a pain yeah. locker. Yeah, I mean, CrossFit as a sport is pretty unique in the sense of like, there's a lot of other sports where you're not constantly like pushing your body as hard as you can or it's, you know, like a hard performance. You know, you take baseball, there's a lot of rest time. You take soccer, sometimes you see them walking or jogging. Like it's... And CrossFit, like generally it's kind of like pedal to the metal most of the time, right. all the time. And I would say to probably like mentally psych yourself up to compete and hurt yourself, like in that Daily. pain locker, right. like every workout, knowing you're going to have to give it all you've got. That probably takes a lot of like, I don't know, maybe stubbornness, but like a lot of grit to kind of like be an elite level CrossFitter to be able right. to push that hard every single time you, you yeah. know, you have to. You know, it reminds me CrossFit. I was just thinking that is that it reminds me a lot of football practice. Football practice was never fun. No. Ever. Ever. But the good thing about CrossFit, it's 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 a 20-minute football practice. It's not a two-and-a-half-hour right. football practice. Unless if you're a professional athlete trying to Well, no, no, right? no. Yeah, but no. yeah, I know what you mean. We're, we're talking mean. to the people who are going to do the intramurals. Yeah, we're talking about our people. <laughs> yeah, come our on people. here. Yes, <laughs> you know? very different. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you're totally right. Because like even just, I would say, and I think most people's burnout f- in the gym or in business or in life outside Even relationships yeah in relationships i think it's more than anything a mental burnout yeah really yeah, you know totally. physically our bodies can do so much but when our brain once we kind of get our brain being like holy crap i am just done like you it can be adrenal yeah. fatigue and like you're talking about with Carlos, even like like he's he was going snowboarding all these other weekends and then he went right into work again and i've learned for me on my off days if i go snowboarding one day i drive up early morning i board all day i drive home and then i go right to work I just never feel recovered right? mentally and physically. It doesn't feel like you had a day off ever. Yeah. No, it yeah. feels like you're just chasing one thing for another thing to yeah. another thing. To another yeah. Thing. And I think that's probably like the bigger challenge for people for burnout physical right. mental, is, is finding that mental balance. I think the thing is, and I don't know the answer to this because we, like I said, this is kind of the off the cuff is that you've got to figure out what you have to recognize it. Right. And recognizing it yeah. for me, man, and I'm not a depressing guy, but it usually meant, it means like I don't feel like doing anything. Yeah. Or at least, I just, I mean, I just don't, you know, whether I want to sit in front of the television and binge watch or anything else. It's a, so I think for most people, when they, when they think they're getting to the position of where they don't necessarily want to work out, well, that's part of that's normal. But when it's not normal and you come and you still feel like, ah, I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm here, I don't, you know. It think becomes about, an obligation right, versus. Then you need to figure enjoyment. out what is that, what's my brain telling me? Yeah. It's telling me I need to, somehow I need to take a reset, a break, a metal break, ride my bikes, just stay away, sleep an extra day, yeah. eat a bowl of ice cream. I don't care, mm-hmm. but stay away and don't worry about it. Yeah. And Not just here, but in life. No, you're right. Uh, you're right. I, I know myself by this point in my life. And as a kid, my dad used to make fun of me that I would like pick up a hobby and drop it and pick up a new one and drop it. But what I've realized is I really like to learn and do something. But once I've learned and done it, I'm ready to kind of move on from right. it. And I could easily just like hang on to it and do it just because now I know how. But the kind of passion or joy, it's more in the learning process than it is the doing process. So I, throughout the year, years, just pick up new hobbies, drop them, pick them up. Like during quarantine, I learned how to brew beer and I did a few batches. And that stuff hasn't been touched since. And I really don't have a desire to <laughs> yeah. just because I was like, I did it. 
it was a cool thing to learn how to do what's next. And I kind of just moved on from that. And what is next? Cross-dressing. Uh, well, <laughs> I've already done that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, oh, told, he told me, Eric, yeah. that is spot. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I, just, I didn't want to let it out, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know what's next, but, um, yeah, there's in CrossFit Journal actually had an article a long time ago about kids and burnout in their sports. And gen, like kind of the, the overarching theme was single sport kids tend to burn out really fast. Mm-hmm. Multi-sport kids tend to actually perform better in the sport they end up excelling at. And they don't have the burnout because it's seasonal and they get to, you know, like in the spring they play one sport and in the fall they play another. But in especially California and outdoor sports is you can pretty much play baseball or soccer year round and basketball. It's all mm-hmm. indoor. You can play that year round. So now there's like high school teams, club teams, travel yeah. teams. And so there's no off season anymore to get away from the sport. And you take CrossFit and there's no off season anyways, cause it's no, there's no season to it. So it's learning how to manage yourself throughout the year probably to not get that burnout and mix the, it up and go yeah. mountain biking or whatever. I would say I grew up in an era obviously way before you guys where you played all the sports you didn't have to play just a sport yeah and you didn't want to and you weren't afraid about the guy getting ahead of you mm-hmm. um i think i was in the transitional phase of that because i played multi-sports growing up but really by the time you got to probably high school you had to pay. stick to one stick yeah to there one, was yeah. very few multi-sport yeah. athletes and a good thing i would say about crossfit as an overall program here in general it's more like seasonal sports one day your season is yeah. a snatch the next day your season is a aerobically yeah. so at least you're not going out there and banging your head against somebody else every day like a football practice mm-hmm. you're it's and if god i can't imagine doing that year long but anyway if crossfit at least gives you some varying ways to suffer yeah. internally here so one day it'll be a rope climb you go what yeah. And then you want to do what? And then on the next day you do pull-ups. So at least it mixes up the, right. in a sense, like yeah. having seasonal sports. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked in the podcast in the past about like, I like to have little goals on the day or like focuses that I'm kind of doing. And I think by just having something that you're kind of like tweaking or having fun with, like I know you like a lot of different body hacking stuff, all those little things just kind of keep that passion there. But right. probably when, once it starts feeling like a chore to come in here or a job to come in here, you probably need to think like, okay, like what can I do to probably enjoy this? And you know, mm-hmm. you shouldn't like dread coming in here. Right. You know, it's, it's not something just to check off the list being like, all right, I got my, my circles closed on my Apple watch or whatever, you know, it's, right. it should be fun in here. But it is sometimes a dread to come in here, honestly. But when <laughs> I'm in here, workout kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Besides that part, <laughs> just like yeah. But I mean, once I start, if as long as I know that when I start or I'm starting conversations or moving into the mm-hmm. stretching, that dread starts to melt away. Yeah, that's fine. It's when it doesn't melt away. Yeah, I think and, it's just that conversation of getting out of your car into here, and then yeah. we kind of take care of the rest. Yeah. Right, and it's just listening to the body at the end of the day. You yeah. know, like it's it's pretty much telling you something. In those right manners, we know most of the time if we come in and start moving, our body's going to feel better. Some days it may not, uh, but a majority of the time, if if we kind of move through that consistently in the right direction, we're going. going So I think the conclusion: if your body's giving you problems, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But it's when your head's starting to give you problems, that's when Mm -hmm. you should take take a deep breath and say, "Everybody goes through this. Mm -hmm. It's like everything else. It's a mental thing." And think about ways of rehacking your brain so either becomes more enjoyable. Are you give it your brain and that whatever you're doing in life, right. some type of vacation? Because that happens in a lot of ways in social life and in, in financial, business, yeah. marriages, everything else. Yeah. Well, my yeah. marriage not particularly. Love God has <laughs> keeps me very satisfied <laughs> in many ways. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's just pretty much like more isn't better, better right. is better. Yeah.
possible. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for listening to The Reform Way. You can find us on our social media channels. Our Instagram is at CrossFit Reform. Our Facebook is CrossFit Reform. And you can listen to more of these podcasts on any of the major streaming services, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major apps, and Buzzsprout.